Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by MyBookie.ag. MyBookie.ag is the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast. Use the promo code SGP50 to receive a 50% deposit bonus today. We're also brought to you by Odds Shark. They have the latest betting stats and trends you won't find anywhere else, plus free picks from their supercomputer and expert writing staff. Follow them on Twitter at Odds Shark and www.oddsshark.com. Listening to the EPL show. As always, the EPL show is brought to you by the sponsor of the Sports Gambling Podcast, mybookie.ag. Head up to mybookie.ag where you will get a 50% deposit bonus. Just use the code SGP50. And everything that we give out here on the EPL show, you can go and find at mybookie.ag. So if you like anything that we give out here and you fancy a bet on it, head over to mybookie.ag. I am joined. By my regular colleague, whose team will be relegated soon. Mr. James. <laughs> we're not we're not done yet, Billy. We're not done yet. Fans are going mad last night about oh why did we ma-? I didn't watch the game, I watched because uh, it wasn't on. <laughs> but they're going, Why did we make this sub at, uh, in injury time and uh, oh one point means nothing to us and we're down now uh, we Do you know what? Game. Yeah. We so, hey, well, I haven't heard you lot all season. None of you were calling up the radios before. But oh, I, it's honestly, it's a, our fans honestly have got on my goat this year. They completely have because I called for us to sack the manager in September. And uh, if you go on my Twitter and scroll down back to September, you should see the amount of abuse I got. I then called for him to be sacked every single game up until Christmas. You should see the amount of abuse I've got. It was only like two months ago that most of them came on board. That I'll be honest, Saints fans have really got on my nerves this year. Um, we came up with the term happy clappers, and they really were clapping, clapping, clapping. And then it's got to the point now where... Like they've gone to the complete opposite, and they're all what we also call bedwetters. They've gone. To, all of these happy clappers have just turned into the worst bedwetters in the world. It's like they didn't see this coming, which I did, and now I think I'm the only one who's actually got any hope of us staying up. I actually think I, all, I said to you, like, what do you want? Like, you're eight. Like, what do you really expect to be? And then I don't know what what, what the actual. I always said we, you expect to try and improve. It try and improve. You don't expect to try and sell every single one of your best players. Yeah, get rid next of- season, do you think do you think Burnley are think Burnley are thinking they're gonna challenge for the Champions League because they finished six or seven? No, different different though. Completely different. Okay, it's just the easiest way of looking at it, look at the players we've sold, look at the players that Burnley have got and the players that Burnley have sold. Completely different situation. Completely different. If we'd have kept the players we'd sold, and don't get me wrong, that would have been tough, but you probably could have maybe sold one a year. The difference with these players, it's a very similar situation to Spurs. You look at the Spurs players, the likes of Kane and Ali, etc. 
the reason why they're not rushing to move is because they've got a manager that they feel is one of the best in the world. They're enjoying their football and they can see where Spurs are going. For them, really, what would what would be the point of them going to Man United or Man City? They'd earn more money, but they wouldn't necessarily be guaranteed success. They're looking at it and think, do you know what? With Spurs, we've got almost as much opportunity of winning the league than we have of any other club in the Premier League. For them, really, it would only be if they were guaranteed first-team football going to somewhere like Real Madrid or Barcelona. Southampton, we could have done exactly the same. The first thing, if we'd have just kept Potocino, all the players wouldn't have left. They would have wanted to stay. If well, we'd... that was impossible. But, I mean, no, it wasn't. He, he, he was staying under Cortese. Under our chairman, he was staying. He, he is a really loyal bloke. He was not going anywhere. We would have kept him. We possibly probably would have sold something like maybe Luke Shaw in the summer. Um, got a bit of money of that. Reinvested uh, and back in. We honestly, we had an opportunity to be challenging for the top four and complete uh, and be be a top six. You know. Top seven side, challenging for top four. It could have been something really special. That's now gone. It ain't going to happen again. But the reason why we were frustrated is because we had the opportunity to do that. Now, now it's just, yeah, I mean, the likelihood is, yes, we are going to go down. Do I think it will? Probably. Have I said that all year? Yes. Do I think it's a certainty? No. I honestly do believe the last four games that we've got left are winnable. But all, right. all we need let, to do let, is get a win. Say, I look through and there's a possibility that Swansea only get one more point. because And that's probably going to be at home. Maybe if they that's if they draw at home to Stoke. They could lose at Bournemouth. They could lose at home to Chelsea. They could. They will lose to City the weekend. Um, Huddersfield, there's a possibility they could get no points. They could lose at home to Everton. And then they've got us. Man. Man City, no, Huddersfield I'm talking about, Man no. City and Arsenal, and uh, the, the Europa League's gone favourably for you anyway. So let's let's take all, let's say everybody there gets stuck on 34 or 35. How does Southampton get to 35? Give me the two wins here. Oh, and then we'll home, Swansea away. Bournemouth at home, I, I, I could see, even though I think it's just a little bit worse by the fact that you need to win a derby. And it's not really lost. derby. It's not really derby. Bournemouth on holiday already. Southampton don't see it as a derby. That we should win. And then we should beat Swansea away. And we're playing Man City at home last game of the season. Man yeah, City are on holiday. Well, I don't know. Because they might be chasing the 100-point the record. So Might be. But I'm telling you... I mean, I'll take it right now, as long as we are um, ahead of Swansea last game of the season, that is all I care about. If we're ahead of them, then I feel as though we, we, we go into the Man City game knowing we've probably got to beat Man City, then I would take that 100%. And that's what we need to be. your best case scenario is, is winning one of these next two, uh, be it at home to Bournemouth or I don't think you'll win at Everton. Yeah, but we can't, we, get... can't, we can't not win. If we don't win against Bournemouth, that's it. There's no confidence there. There's no way you're going to do it. We beat Bournemouth and then you get confidence going into probably draw against Everton, beat Swansea, go into the last game in the season. We should then 
be ahead, hopefully ahead of Swansea going into the Man City game. If you do beat Bournemouth and uh, and you don't get anything at Everton, or even if you do get two draws there, for example, I can't see Swansea winning at home to Chelsea and I can't see Swansea winning at uh, Man City. That game's going to be the playoff, isn't it? Essentially. Especially if you beat Bournemouth. Yeah, but I still feel as though we probably would need to beat City at last game of the season. So we shall see. We shall see. But it's... Um, I still think we can do it. Saints fans should not be wetting the bed now. They should have wet the bed six months ago, like I told them. Now, yeah, it's been too many. There were too many false dawns that weren't even, but they weren't off the back of wins. It was like, oh, he's gone, he's gone. Oh, we got a draw at United. Part of us. Oh, we, he's he's gone. He's, he's got to go now. Oh, we got a point at home to Spurs. It's like when were the expectations? Do you know what annoyed me the most is when they were celebrating us only losing 1-0 to Man United at home at the beginning of the season. The Saints fans, if you go back all the way through my Twitter feed, were celebrating us having a shot on goal against Man United. That is how absolutely terrible. And they were like, oh yeah, but we only lost 1-0 to Man United. We're really good, honestly. Really annoys me. I saw this coming, and there'll be other football fans of other teams out here that um, probably n- know the understanding. I mean, look at Stoke. Stoke are better than where should not be in the bottom three. To honest, West Brom shouldn't. You look at the table this year, and you look and you go, "How are Burnley possibly going to finish seventh? Well, let, let's look at this. Let's look at this this week because I have. I'm going to put a tiny bet on this because I found. For me, Stoke actually do have three winnable games, and and I don't know what nine points does for them. Well, they're a level with you, so nine points. Your point ahead of them actually now, um, but they're on twenty eight, and going up to thirty seven does does dramatically change things for them. So let's we, look at that. We actually need them to win. Do you know why? They play. I think they play West Ham last game in the season. Uh, no, no, sorry, they played Swansea, Swansea they last play Swansea. game of the season. Yeah, so, that's. That's what I'm looking at here. So let, let's so let's. I mean, we got Stoke Burnley this week, and Stoke are at home, and Burnley only played on on Thursday. So um, and then we got uh, they won't win. They won't win at Liverpool. Although that becomes right in the middle of Liverpool trying to get past Roma, and then you've got Stoke at home to Palace. They should be safe by then, and then they finish at Swansea. So they they honestly do have three winnable games. As long as Stoke are. But say within two points of Swansea, without looking at the goal difference, well, it could be within three points if I have a look at the goal difference. The key thing is, is as long as they are within touching distance of Swansea, they're then going to try and win that game. So let's have a look at the goal difference. Yeah, they're too far away from, from Swansea in regards to goal difference. All I'm really interested in is how Huddersfield get that go down. That's, that's, I don't, that's my, I don't that's my they main can, they? Now... Let's have a little they, look. They they probably will only get one more point all season. Huddersfield have got They're Everton at the home. Words. They could get a result against Everton at home. They could be Everton awful away. They 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 won at start. away to Man City. Yeah, even if Man City are on holiday, that's their last game of the season at home. And then last game of the year, Arsenal. I think now Wenger's going. He'll want to win that last game. So. It's that I think it's that Everton game. All they got to do is probably get a point there, and they're fine. 
But yeah, that's the only point I could see for them. But like, uh, if they lose that game, though, they're still in it. Yeah, hundred percent. Honestly, we've seen some weird things over the years. I remember Southampton. We thought we were down years ago, and we managed to like win three of the last four and get a point. Um, I've, we've seen West Brom out of nowhere stay up. So, well, that won't happen this week, this year. I don't think. No, but well, we'll talk about it. It's West Brom up first. So West Brom v Liverpool. West Brom winning at home here wouldn't be the biggest surprise in the world. No, not they come off the back of beating United, and but that's not the reason. The reason is is that I need to tread carefully on your dream teams this week because I'm not expecting Mohamed Salah, uh, Van Dijk, or Firmino to play in this game. I'm expecting uh, Oxley Chamberlain, Solanke, um, Lovren, uh, Matip. The, uh, these kind of players they don't, it's a, no, no reason to, to try and win this game mate I don't know how important second is there's no trophy for it if you ask Spurs fans there is it's, it's, it is some kind of achievement because they've celebrated it for a couple of seasons but it doesn't actually mean anything um, so I don't know about this game yeah I mean if we can find that thing where West Brom get a couple of goals on the handicap that's what I would take yeah, right. take have a look at look at that. For me, yeah, I feel as though West Brom won't lose this by more than one goal if they do. Yeah, lose. four to six plus two. Oh, let's do that then. Yeah, West Brom plus All two. Right. Yeah, uh, Watford v Palace next. I, I almost, I don't know why I didn't do Palace as my lock last week because Man U to nil was dumb. Uh, not it wasn't dumb in theory because West Brom, or West Brom, but. I would have gotten better odds and I was certain that they would win. I said, this is this is where Palace win and stay up and you told me it was the derby and all that. Um, I said I said I thought it would be under under three goals but Palace would probably win it one or two nil and Sahar would score. So, I got the under like three and a half, two and a half goals but yeah, we both agreed Palace would win it. You mean you didn't get the under two and a half? I goals. didn't get the under two and a half but Said five goals but, at half time. Yeah. But we, um, we, I, we, uh, I went Palace to win was my bet. What do you think of this Watford game? I, I don't think it has much. I think they can. Seems like these teams could freely play now, and and they both might score. Yeah, Sahar will probably score. Um, probably just go both teams to score. Yeah, well, so we're in agreement. Uh, we'll move on to to Sunday. Um, where are we at? Arsenal against West Ham. Arsenal 11 to 20. Uh, West Ham West Ham 5 to 1. I think off the back of today's announcement, we're glad we waited a day. Now we had Premiership fixtures last night, and uh, now we get to talk about Arsenal Wenger leaving. Yeah, that is for me. It's a few years too late. If he'd have left a few years ago, then he would have just left a hero. Uh, I think to most Arsenal fans, he's still a hero, but he's really dampened his his history there because. He's just kept going and they've just got worse and worse. That they've I I don't know why he didn't go earlier. For me, I think they'll probably get some good results till the end of the year. Maybe it wouldn't surprise me if they go and win UEFA Cup and he hopes well, there was a thing this morning where um, and even Gary Neville's like confirmed it, where they're saying Wenger didn't only change the direction of Arsenal, but he changed the direction Football. Of football in yeah, the whole, whole world, why? Because he, apparently Arsenal players were put on weird diets, and they're even told 
chew your food longer, like chew to win, was this thing that they put up. And the Man U players saw the Arsenal players coming into the England squad um, and went back and told Ferguson what, what was going on, what the Arsenal players do this and the Arsenal players do that. And then we began to implement things from Arsene Wenger and then it obviously passed through the whole it's league. completely it's- true. If you go back and read football books of players who would be like, this is my pre-diet regime. A good example is someone like, um, I remember Alan Shearer saying he'd always have baked beans on toast before the game and things. And this was, you know, in the 90s. Now, now looking at it, the amount of people with like gluten intolerance and stuff, the last thing you want to do is have bread just before you're going to play football. Um, but yeah, he was the first person to actually look at diet. And that's why Arsenal did so well is because don't get me wrong, his recruiting process and stuff was fantastic, what he did with Henri, but he also got an extra 5% out of players, purely down to diet and fitness. And he also looked when someone was possibly going to get injured, resting them, those types of things. He did completely change the game. You've got to remember, it wasn't that long ago as well, that players were, when he first took over Arsenal, Tony Adams and stuff, they were out drinking every night, drinking probably at half-time during games. Yeah, I can, I can see that. I guess um, I, I didn't ar- argue with the stuff. I just think it's like, well, no one was mentioning this before. It's like it's funny, like when people die or go away or whatever, then everyone realizes everything. No, I think, I think, I think the people have done. I just think maybe people choose uh, maybe didn't think that was that big a deal. But I've I've known about Wenger making um, that's I've known about that for years because I've always had a big interest in diet and things like that. So um, I, I've known that was one of the main things that um, he he was behind when he came to Arsenal. Um, but yeah, to go. I mean, this game, West Ham have been doing well actually recently. But I think Arsenal at home, especially the situation, I think Arsenal fans will be really jubilant. Even the ones that hated him will probably want to say a nice goodbye um, over the next few weeks. So I'm going to go Arsenal to win this. Can we put Arsenal to win it? Or probably because of the odds we can't, can we? No, the odds are well inside. They're 11, oh. they're 11 20, not just one. I think this might be partly down to... Uh, <coughs> them resting ahead of... Yeah, but they play Atletico at home on Thursday. So they, Arsenal have got a big enough squad, though, that they can still put out a team to win this. Yeah, I would think so. Um, Stoke against Burnley. Stoke are 13-10. Um, Burnley are 5-2. to This is really important. I would, I would put this on TV instead of the Arsenal game. I'm going to actually see if they've actually done that. I can't imagine they did. No, it's Arsenal. Of course it's Arsenal. Um, they're always going to do that. You've got to remember, it's not the game, but how important the game is quite often. It's how many fans they're going to get watching it. And there's so many plastic Arsenal fans around the world that they're always going to put Arsenal, Man United, Chelsea, all of them on because of the plastics. You know, uh, the weird thing that... Uh, your game starts while Arsenal's still on and it's still carrying on while Man City play. So it's weird. I've never, heard, never known of a semi-final to compete with other games. At one point, they had the final compete in other games one year. They completely messed that up, which was just really odd. Uh, so Stoke v Burnley. I'm going to... This is a real tough one. I've got a funny feeling Stoke might win it. But Burnley... Yeah. I tell you what, Burnley aren't going to let up under Sean Dice, so I'm going to go under two and a half goals. <coughs> Both teams will try and keep it tight. Yeah, it should be a tight game. Now. That looks pretty solid. I'm going to go for Stoke though, just because I think you need to get you need to start 
with these wins now, and they look like they should. They should have beat West Ham. Not they didn't look like they should have done. It's a fact. Um, they, anytime you let in a goal, I don't even know Andy Carroll had that goal in him. Oh what? Uh, Andy, Andy, just a word on Andy Carroll. Andy Carroll, if he'd have stayed fit, is one of the top strikers in the Premier League, and there's a reason why Liverpool paid a lot of money for him. The difference is, is Andy Carroll is never fit. <laughs> Andy Carroll, if he's fit for the World Cup and scoring before you go, you might just take him just to come off the bench. He'd be yeah, a good player to have off the bench. And you've got to remember, this is what, Ingham, what England's uh, managers have always got wrong, is they haven't thought about who would be good off the bench and stuff. I remember when Capello didn't take Theo Walcott and he said, oh, he wasn't fully fit. He scored two goals away, to, you know, he scored a hat-trick away to Croatia in the, the um, qualifying for that World Cup. And yeah, he may not have been absolutely fully fit, but he'd have done more than enough to come off for five, ten minutes at the end. And you've got to look at it and you could look at it and you go, if you need to score a goal with five, ten minutes and you need to play long ball, you want to take your Peter Crouches. You scored a hat-trick against Croatia, didn't he? Yeah, he scored a hat-trick. I was at the game. He scored a hat-trick away to Croatia. You were at the game in Croatia? Yeah. I took a go home from a bar that night. I also, on uh, also on MSN, back in the days of MSN, wrote, I'm off to see Fia Walcott score a hat-trick in Croatia. Why didn't I put money on that? But there you go. Uh, next one up, Man City v Swansea. Uh, Man City, there's not, not much to bet here. Man City 1-7. And Swansea twenty-two to one. Wow, twenty-two to one when Man City yeah. have already won the league. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at what, what we can do here for a bet. To be honest, um, can you put like Swansea plus three or something ridiculous? You. Oh my god! You can easily get Swansea plus three. Can it, you put Swansea it, plus four. <laughs> it's even money with Swansea with three goals start. So you can put Swansea plus four. You can't get Swansea plus four. It narrowly like right. steps out. I'm going to get Swansea plus three then. So they have to. You lose if they lose three nil. Yeah. You I just I just got a f- a feeling. Swansea are playing for their lives in the Premier League. They're going to just put men behind the ball and make it hard for City. City aren't going to push as hard as they would normally. They might get 2-0 up and just take their feet off the gas. So I'm going to go Swansea plus three. Uh, I can't remember how what Swansea did against us tactically. I don't know if there was a parking of the bus involved or anything. Um, I'm, I'm torn here between them celebrating their title or... And, and, and because they're going to get the title at the end um, I'm, I don't know what to bet here I'm going for um, trying to find it here that's the I've, thing I've, how do you do it how do you bet this one anytime there it is um, I'm going to bet on Sterling to score anytime um, just because no Gabriel Jesus to score anytime no no, don't, <laughs> no I, will, I will take Sterling he, he seems to get about four chances a match he does yeah season, Tottenham, he should have scored a lot more. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna take that. There's nothing to take here, so, so that's what I'm gonna do. You, you look at players um, like Ian Acho, who scored at Man City whenever he came on, and now he can't get a game at Leicester. You do feel as though anyone could be step into that Man City team and score ten goals a year. Anyone in the world. 
You would yeah, just get so many chances. If you just hung around the box, you would score 10 goals. Yeah, I, 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 think I, I do think I could score in a team. Yeah. Um, where are we at? Oh, Everton, Newcastle on Monday. Uh, Everton 13 to 10, Newcastle 12 to 5. Newcastle have been in great form, but Everton at home, I think Allardyce will be pushing to try and keep his job. I'm going to go Everton win here. Yeah, I've got Everton win and I'm going to put that into my, into my, uh, into my parlay. Right, lock, dog, parlay. So, wow. Lock, dog, parlay, and then we'll quickly, for two minutes, look at the Zephyr Cup games, because there's only two, so we'll look at them. I'll go lock, Arsenal. I'll go dog, do-do-do. Oh, uh, dog, dog, dog. I think you've either got to go, Palace underdogs. No, Watford are. Oh, no, I won't do that then. Um, West Brom plus one. Can I take that as an underdog still? Probably not, can I? West Brom plus one. Uh, yes, you can. You can't take West Brom. West Brom plus two was evens. Yeah, so West... I'll go West Brom plus one as the dog then. That'll be a huge underdog actually anyway. I think I'll get you the price. Hold on. Uh, West Brom plus one is... Um... Hold on a second. Nine to five. Yeah, I'll do that. And then my parlay, Arsenal. Oh, God, this is tough. Because there aren't that many games. And I suppose... No. And, and I don't know. I'll go Arsenal. I mean, City's the obvious one. So Arsenal, City and Everton. It's the same as mine. Arsenal City and Everton returns £206 off 50. Oh, okay, not bad. Right, uh, FA Cup. Uh, I do my, do my lockdown parlay. Oh, sorry, yeah. Yeah, my, my parlay's the same and my lock's the same. Um, the, only thing, the only thing I have as a dog is Stoke to nil. Uh, Stoke to win without conceding at 5-2. to two. Yeah, that's fair enough. If they win, if that game's going to go under two and a half goals and Stoke win, then Burnley can't score. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Yeah, I'll go uh, oh, yeah. and then FA Cup. I don't know why. I've, I've just got this funny feeling Southampton are going to win. <laughs> what are the odds not, on Saints winning? It's not, it's not a funny feeling. That's a supporter's feeling. Um, in normal time, it's 13 to 2. Um... I think we'd have to do it at normal time. It's three to one, uh, thirteen to two otherwise, and Chelsea are one to two. See, I like that. I, in fact, I'm going to lock Chelsea in ninety minutes instead of Arsenal, just to have something different from you. Well, can I'll go for my dog then? Can I go Southampton? (laughs) Yeah, sure. I just got a funny feeling. Games, games should be inclusive anyway. So, Man United v Spurs for me. I fancy Spurs at home, essentially. Yeah, I had Spurs to win the FA Cup a long time ago. I'm thinking about cashing out the bet because I don't want it to happen, man. And I don't think it... And I just get the feeling it won't now. Looking at the last few weeks of the season, this is a massive bet at 20-1. to But I feel like United will win on penalties. And not only that, in-game at 10-1... to 
I think it's going to be a nil-nil. I, I, I can honestly see... I can see Mourinho parking the bus. But why Loves not? Loves to park it. And, and why not? Like, you park the bus at when... If you take that... Even look at that game that we played against Spurs. That was pretty... That was a nil-nil for 70 minutes. Like, the game was won in the first 20 minutes anyway. Um, and the first goal was after 17 seconds. So, really, you... Man United didn't show their tactics against Spurs there at all. But I feel like in this game, they will. We've been able to rest players throughout the week as well. As of as of that, I think we rested more than them. I don't know. I just think the pressure's on them to win. And they are six to five favourites to win this game. United in 90 minutes is uh, five to two. Spurs do bottle it in big occasions. So it wouldn't... I just I got a funny feeling that yeah under two and a half under two and a half goals in this game is even money over two and a half goals is a favourite I don't know where they've got that from yeah I think it'll probably be under two and a half I agree with that just because the way that just because the way Mourinho tries to play the big games he tries to play defensively and and hope you get a goal I think if they score first we 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 we, we won't win this game if I think if we score a goal. First, or, then he'll just uh, not, part the bus. Yeah, he'll part the bus yeah. anyway. Whether it's but yeah, trying to get back into the game will make it more difficult. So you go in nil nil, and then the random outside winning penalties. Yeah, I'm going to put out a twenty to one on that just because it's not part of any of my selections. So, so yeah, I just think it's worth it. Like you can end up with a hundred and five pound at the end of the day off a fiver. I, I'm, I, I just feel some some way somehow, even if it's one all uh, and we do score and then they, they get one back or, or whatever I, I just think this game's going all the way to the end and, and I think Tottenham will lose this in the most dramatic way possible well, if, it if they win shootout, well, you've got two of the best keepers in the world so that'll be that one would be fun I, I'll take the hair over Loris and goal any day plus the, plus the penalty takers there yeah we've got some people that are, as long as you don't have an English person taking a penalty you'll be fine you've got to remember We'll having um, Spurs will have uh, English people, so you'd probably win just because of the fact that Deli Ali would 100% miss a penalty. Yeah, I could pick the penalty takers out for you already. It'll be um, Matic will take one, Lukaku will take one, Sanchez will take one. Um, uh, Lukaku, will take Lukaku would miss. Pogba will take one, and um, Matic will take one. I, I, these are the. They're, they're, Lukaku, I don't think Lukaku will miss in the shootout. You wait. Right, that's it then. Cheers, Billy. Yep. What's our Twitter again at the moment? At EPL Show. At EPL Show Pod. Mine is at Mr. James George. And Billy, yours is? No, not on off again. Sorry. Off again. (laughs) Brilliant. All right then, Billy. Thanks for that. Thanks, mate. I'll speak to you soon. Cool. 